Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. Today we are doing another new car episode and the new car in question is the 2021 Jaguar F-Pace SVR. Now I must confess we actually have two other Jag models that just got their 2021 model year releases and those are or those two are the XE and the XF. So we'll be doing those episodes relatively soon. I try not to stack a singular car brand too much though. So like this episode, the 2021 F-Pace SVR, then the XF, then the XE. I try not to do that even though I kind of did that with the Mopar stuff recently, but A, I'm a Mopar guy, so I'm biased. And B, uh, that one was a bit accidental. We had the Gladiator, and I think not long after that, we had the we had the Grand, the Grand, sorry, we had the Gladiator Mojave, and then we had the Grand Wagoneer. So that one was unintentional, but anyway, let's move on. Apparently, the new 2021 F-Pace SVR is faster and more luxurious. Let's get on to this article. A couple of months after the Jaguar F-Pace was facelifted for the 2021 model year, the flagship flagship F-Pace SVR has also been updated. Like the outgoing model, the new SUV features the automaker's 5-liter supercharged V8, pumping out 542 horsepower and 516 pound-feet of torque, or 700 newton-meters of torque, a 15 pound-feet or 20 newton-meter gain over the current F-Pace SVR. Coupled to the upgraded engine is a ZF 8-speed automatic transmission, and a torque-on-demand all-wheel drive system that allows the SUV to hit 0-60 to 60 in a mere 3.8 seconds. Three-tenths of a second faster than before. The SUV's top speed sits at 178 miles per hour, or 286 kilometers per hour. Jaguar's engineers have recalibrated the vehicle's dynamic driving mode to provide sharper throttle response, a stiffer suspension setup, optimized steering weighting, and made enhancements to the exhaust mapping. The 2021 Jaguar F-Pace SVR also includes a new dynamic launch feature that uses driveline inertia to maintain power to the wheels during gear changes. Elsewhere, the SUV's adaptive damping has been updated to provide a more refined ride at low speeds. The massive brakes have also been updated with a new integrated power booster that delivers a sportier and shorter brake pedal. I think they mean the range of motion is shorter, not that the physical pedal is shorter. Enhanced cooling also improves the performance of the brakes. As with the rest of the facelifted F-Pace range, the new SVR includes revised front and rear fascias that combine to reduce lift by 35% while also reducing the drag coefficient from 0.37 CD to 0.36 CD. Isn't that 0.37 drag coefficient? Uh, whatever CD stands for. Key styling updates include new all-LED headlights with double-J daytime running lights, a wider power bulge on the hood, and slimline taillights with Jaguar's double chicane graphic. A multitude of changes have also been made in the cabin, just like lesser F-Pace variants. As such, there is a new 12.3-inch digital instrument cluster and a new 11.4-inch curved glass infotainment system running the automaker's latest Pivi Pro system that includes amplified, sorry, simplified menus and over-the-air software capabilities. Bit of a short episode of this, but even if I talk about what I think of the looks, it's going to be short. And to be honest, I think it looks fine. I never hated the F-Pace, and I think, to be fair, this facelifted version is better, especially the face. Although, these weird little black fins that go up into the lower grille, and then the lower grille still has other column pillars that go wider out is a little strange. It kind of kind of gives the car a tusk look, which is just a little bit strange for a car-themed SUV, or at the very least, a car-themed automaker. 
But it could be worse. It could be worse. It's not that bad. But I do like the face. I do like the new headlights. I don't think it's all that bad. Let's see if I can find the taillights. The taillights, I like them very much like the, they remind me of the F-Type, or at the very least, the more modern F-Type, which I suppose they should, considering this seems to be Jaguar's general lighting scheme. It's just very thin lighting, which I kind of I kind of enjoy. The only thing that I perhaps dislike about the rear end of the F-Pace is that it kind of looks like a massive hatchback and not really an SUV. But that's a fairly small criticism. I do like the quad tailpipes, or exhaust pipes. Uh, they have these massive vertical, what are they called, rear fog, I think they're rear fog lights. They're, they're just, they're kind of strange, because they, they almost go up into the tail lights, into the bigger units. They're still slim, but they almost go up into the proper tail lights, but they don't. And so it's just a little, it's a, it's a bit of a strange look. Almost like inverted Volvo lights, but they don't actually connect. I'd almost rather they were vents, but if they were vents, they'd probably be fake. And so I guess I don't. Yeah, in fact, they have a... Jaguar has a shot here of the F-Pace SVR far away, and that's something... The rear end just looks a little slab... little Not slab-sided, because we're not talking about the sides here, but it's just a little bit... It's just kind of bulky and flat. It almost looks like a brick wall. Well, not a brick wall, but it looks like a wall. It's, it's Proportionately, it's just a little... It's a little strange, and I have to say, the rear window looks tiny. That does not look like it's going to be any fun trying to parallel park with that rear window, and I know every car comes standard with backup cameras now, so that's not going to be as big of a problem, but I'd still kind of rather look out the back just to see through a non-digital screen what I'm actually doing, and that seems to be very, very hindered with the rear window. Yeah, that window is tiny, and it's especially bad because you look at the second row seats and the middle headrest, obviously, but noticeably encroaches on the rear window. There are it encroaches on the line of sight for the rear window, and that's very unhelpful. That that looks like it's going to be a pain. But the rest of the interior, especially the dash, I quite like. If I could find an image of the dash, yeah, I quite like it. I normally I'd be a stickler for touchscreens not being integrated into the dash. I much prefer that look, as longtime listeners know. But what I prefer about this setup is that it's not on top of the dash. It does stick out. It's not integrated into the dash structure. But it's not sitting on top of where the air vents are. In fact, the air vents are on top of where the top of the touchscreen is. So the base of the air vents is is the top of the touchscreen. So what I'm trying to say is the touchscreen sits in the middle of the dash. And I quite like that rather than it being on top like a tacked-on tablet. Even though it still kind of has that look. Though not nearly as egregious due to its positioning. So I quite like that. Still not my preferred design, but not as bad. The HVAC functions... I quite like it. I hope that those that the dials are thick enough for someone with gloves on. Not that I imagine anyone with a Jag, Jag F-Pace SVR is going to be wearing gloves when driving it, but they're quite wide, but I don't think they're, they're not very tall, and I'm not sure I like that. With that said, the actual button layout isn't cluttered, which is very, very nice. They're very well laid out. The piano black might attract some fingerprints, as it typically does, but oh well. <laughs> You're not really going to be able to fix that. I do like the steering wheel. Once again, I said this, I can't remember what Jaguar model it was, but it was a new it was a new version and they had a new steering wheel. I think it actually was the XE, so I need to cross that off my list, actually. So if you want to listen to the XE, actually, it's not coming out again. We already did that one, so go back. But I love Jag's new thin airbag cover or small airbag cover steering wheel. The rim doesn't seem to be that thick, which I actually quite, quite enjoy. I don't mind a thick steering wheel, but I don't mind a thin one either. I like the... It might actually be aluminum, but we'll just say, well, we'll just say it. Brushed aluminum outline that 
goes around the buttons and sort of the airbag cover and is pretty much makes up the majority of the third spoke with it being mostly and or all aluminum. So I quite like Jag's new steering wheel. I think it's brilliant. The seats, you get some quilted leather effects. You have a little SVR. I don't think it's embossed, but it's indented into the headrest, which I quite like. I think that's a good detail. Overall, I think I quite like the new F-Pace visually. I think even mechanically, as far as power, power goes, it's good. Handling, we'll have to wait and see if their updates have resulted in a positive or a negative. But overall, I don't think this is a bad update for the F-Pace. I can't really think of a car that comes to my mind immediately where there's been a bad update. Maybe for the interior, I can think of one. I can't name it right now, but maybe for the interior, I can think of one. But certainly not... Maybe not for the exterior and maybe not for the mechanics, uh, you know, the engine, the drivetrain, the transmission. Certainly not dynamically and mechanically. I'm not sure I can think of a car. So yeah, good job, Jaguar. Anyway, that concludes this podcast episode, though. If you enjoyed, then please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Hitting a little notification bell, then all notifications, that way you'll be notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but don't happen to want the Podbean mobile app, well then just boot up wherever you get your podcast before you set off. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I'll see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.